life brings us a constant array of changes in our business and in our personal life. Changes can be challenged sometimes, but they also can be a major force in creating the lives that we want to live. My guest today is Lethea Owens. She is the president and CEO of Game Changers International, a personal development firm focusing on personal and leadership branding for enterprising entrepreneurs and corporate leaders. She's ranked number eight among the top 30 brand gurus in the world. Lethe is one of the first individuals to become certified in both personal branding and social media strategy. Lethia, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Kathy. Um, you are always up to something interesting and amazing, and I am honored to be a part of your show. This is so exciting. So well, thank you for being here. And I just want to, you know, our days, as I said earlier, our days are, our lives are constantly changing on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's why I love the name of your business, Game Changers International. That's right. That's right. Will you share with us your story and why you're so passionate about this work? Absolutely. I mean, where should I begin, Kathy? Um, my life's work is really about helping people really get to their next level of performance so that they can create next level results. I mean, really at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Right. And so how did I get here? And like, why is this my life's passion? And I, I think it's because my mother instilled in me when I was young that I was born for greater than the circumstance or situation we found ourselves in. My mother happened to be unfortunately in an abusive relationship. And as a young girl, I saw the negative effects of it. First, it was just verbal. And the first day that um, my mother's boyfriend sh you know, struck her, she basically bundled me up. Um, she got all of her stuff. And in the middle of the night, we fled. And I remember her telling me, Ladybug, you were born for greater than this. And it just instilled something in me to never settle, like just to never settle. And so when I look at how it's become a part of my DNA and a part of how I'm wired, I've just learned that regardless of the level of success that you know, we've currently achieved that there's a next level of performance for each of us, which means there's also a next level um, res of results uh, that we can actually create for each of us. And so that has really been a big driver for me, Kathy, just uh, whenever I'm mentoring someone, I'm always looking at how can I help them get to their next level? When I'm coaching someone, how can I help them get to their next level? And I could be talking to the lady at the grocery store, <laughs> thinking about how can I help her get to the next level? And so what I would love for your listeners and viewers to, to really um, get from this is, number one, they have a next level. But number two, they also are um, a resource that someone else is probably waiting on in order to help them get to their next level. And so we all play, the, play this very beautiful um, role in the whole development of, of each other as a human race. And if we could all just really, you know, tap into that, I think the world will be a, a much, better, much, much better place to live in, to work in, and to, um, you know, just to do life in. So that's a little bit about my background. Great. 
You know, that last statement that you said is so important, I think, for us just to come back around and talk a little bit more about. And that is how we affect everyone in our lives and how everyone affects us in our lives and how powerful that really, truly is. Mm. Yeah, you know, I believe that, that there's someone right now waiting on you to figure out what your gift is because they need it, right? And because I look at the people, Kathy, I'm sure you've had people in your life where they showed up and you were like, oh my gosh, like what would I do without this person? Or, oh, I'm so glad they gave me that answer. I've been wondering about that or trying to figure that out all by myself. And now here someone shows up, which I call your sage or your guide, right? They show up with the answer and you're like, oh, you're so excited. Well, there are people who are waiting on you to show up in their lives, right? But, but you have to, or we have to figure out what it is that we have that's a value that we're supposed to deposit into someone else or share with someone else or a message that we're supposed to share before we leave this earth. And so I think that it's important for us to really put in the effort to do the work and to figure that out because that gives our life meaning, right? That, that gives our life um, substance and it helps us to be significant in in the in, in the bigger scheme of things, you know. And I really love the fact that it's not even Kathy about where you start in life, right? It's not even about where you end up, but it's about how you finish, right? And the fact that we all get to, regardless of where we started, my my beginnings were not so so promising. My beginnings were um, actually um, very that down and negative, if, if you would ask most people, because I was a teenage mother and no one expected me to, to, when I dropped out of high school, no one expected me to go back to school. No one expected me to eventually, you know, become an honor graduate and get a full scholarship to go to college. No one ever expected me to grace the cover of my, you know, alma mater's magazine. No one expected me to become ranked number eight among the top 30 brand gurus in the world. And certainly no one ever expected me, the heathen who got pregnant at 14, to earn an honorary doctorate in divinity, right? <laughs> So it's not about where we start. I don't care where you are right now in your life, on your journey. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, there is still yet time for you to, to, to create, to live, to be everything that it is that you've been created to be. And you get to choose like how your life will matter and what you do in this, in this lifetime. No one else gets to choose that. You get to choose that. And so I'm excited, Kathy, to just share with your listeners, you know, just how much power they have. I think oftentimes we forget how empowered we really are because our thoughts become things and, you know, they shape our, our actions and our, our beliefs. And, you know, so when your thoughts shape your belief and your belief shapes your action, that becomes the life that you've created. And it's up to you to decide what that's actually going to look like. And so that really just gets me excited, Kathy, when I think about it. I know. And that's why I'm so excited to have you here today, because you do get so excited. You have so much wonderful stuff to share. So I know that you really think that, you know, just 1% is a very powerful number. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Yes, absolutely. You know, most people think that 1% is a tiny number that you can't do much with it, right? What what can you do with one minute? What can you do with $1? What can you do with one little seed, right? And what I've learned through history is that one is, is actually a powerful number, especially 1%. And let me tell you why. So I, I love to, to talk about what I call marginal gains or the game-changing power of 1%. And one is a powerful number 
when it's compounded, when over time, you know, it's compounded. So if you think of compounding interest, you know, you take $1 and you, you save $1 a day over a period of time, you can end up being a millionaire within, you know, a set, certain number of years. Well, the game changing power of 1% is very similar, except instead of compounding interest, I challenge you to compound your improvements. So what if every day you were getting just 1% better? Just 1% better every day. So if you did that and we do the math, that means that at the end of 365 days of you getting just 1% better every day, at the end of 365 days, one year, you would be 37.8% better. What if your business were 37% better at the end of the year? What if your marriage was 37% better? What if your what if you were 37% healthier at the end of a year, right? And so because we understand the power of compounding things, I want to encourage people to think about compounding their performance, their personal development, their growth, and the, the improvements that they want to make uh, over time. Also, what I love, Kathy, is one is such a powerful number because um, anyone can do it. I'm not saying to someone, you have to stop doing this and being this, and tomorrow you have to be this amazing person. No, what I'm saying is everyone can decide to choose an apple over a bag of chips. Every like That's one thing, if that's the one thing you're going to do. So for me, I'm learning one Hebrew word a day. I'm not going to be able to speak the whole Hebrew language probably in my lifetime, but I could learn one Hebrew word a day. And then tomorrow I can add a new habit of maybe, what if I just got up 10 minutes earlier? So now I'm getting up at, you know, um, um, 5.15 instead of 5 or 15 minutes earlier. So that would be 5.15 instead of 5.30, right? Uh, but if every day I'm making one small adjustment or improvement, it doesn't feel overwhelming. I can, anyone can do that. And so that's what I love about one is it's a small number, which helps everyone to believe that they can do it, but it has such power packed in it. So that's why I think one, 1% is such a powerful number for people to, you know, keep a hold of and to really grasp uh, a hold of. Well, and I think the cool thing about that is, is that it's not about you, like you said, you trying to do this. It's about everybody where they are. And it's 1% greater than where they are. So it doesn't matter where you are. It's, your, it's all based on you and your personnel. So do you have any other stories about maybe you or someone else and how that power of one has made a big difference in their business or their life? Absolutely. I actually have a, a mentee named Chris Robinson, who I remember, and I'm sure he won't mind me sharing this, but I remember standing in the parking lot of Panera and he was very sad and very down, just in, in a very low point in his, in his life. Anyone who had a multi-million dollar business that watched it go belly up overnight in a matter of months would probably be in the parking lot of Panera breaking down crying too, right? And so he had this... Um, very challenging thing happened to his business. A law changed, which changed what he and his partners were legally allowed to do in their business. And so everything shifted, but the company couldn't survive. And so he ended up having to sell his house and he lost more than what many of our houses are even worth, right? Just the loss on his house, the sale of his house. And um, he ended up having to move back into a home that his parents owned and 
just, you know, when you, when you've lived here and all of a sudden you have to come here, that's, that's a hard thing to do. But I remember um, talking to Chris and I said, Chris, I'm not worried about you because you are one of the most amazing men that I know. And I just share with him the power of 1%. I said, I know it feels overwhelming right now. You feel like you're losing your mind. But if you would just make one small change every day, make a decision about how you're going to improve every day, then I guarantee you that in a few years, you'll be in a very different position. And so I remember checking in with Chris, you know, a few months later, and he was like taking off. And I was like, whoa, because he was doing things like, you know, meeting one person a day that that he felt like had information, knowledge, or life experience that could help him be better. He started reading, you know, reading a little bit every day. And next thing I know, he was reading 30 books in a, in a month, you know, and just watching him apply this principle was so um, rewarding just to see him do that. But what really hit me was three years later to have a conversation with him and to sit down and hear him talk about how he was buying properties and investing in multi-unit, you know, properties and how he had pulled himself up and had built a successful, you know, speaking and coaching company and how he was working with John Maxwell. And he's recently been um, named a VP um, within the John Maxwell organization. And just a few years ago, he was here, you know, he was here, then he went here, but now he's here, right? So anyone can apply this concept and these principles and it can help them be more successful. I remember Google, when they um, came out with this um, new um, tool called um, Gmail, it was great, but it wasn't making them any money. And what they decided to do was experiment and they made these small little changes. These changes so small, most people wouldn't even notice. They're called you know, um, um, macro changes or whatever. And so they're changing at this macro level and they were changing the color of the links to a slightly greener shade of blue. And that that tiny, tiny change that they made actually ended up making them over $2 billion more in revenue. Um, and, and, you know, we think that that 1% is such a small number, but when implemented properly, it has the ability to create some radical results. I mean, amazing results. And so companies, um, individuals and companies alike are applying this, this strategy and, and, and leveraging the power of 1% to, to help really shift how they're thinking, to shift how they're showing up, and to shift the results that they're creating in the world. Well, I'm so glad that you shared Chris's story because, you know, I know Chris, and it is amazing to see where he is right now and where he's going and, and all the good he's doing in so many people's lives. So that's kind of um, fun to hear, hear that story about Chris. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, where, so where do we start? Can, you know, can anybody do this? And, you know, and I would, I would say yes, but can, you know, those people who might have some self-doubt might think, well, you know, that, that's just not going to work for me. Do you have some place where, okay, how they can start and how they can get started on doing this? Absolutely. I think almost everyone today is smart. Um, not done. Well, let me just say this. Let me rephrase that. I think almost everyone today has a smartphone, <laughs> not a dumb phone anymore, right? So a great place to start is with your smartphone, right? And if you do have a dumb phone, you might be able to do this, I don't know. But in your smartphone, there's a notes feature. And I would just say to write a little note to yourself and, to, and then to set an appointment with yourself every day at the same time of day. And all you're going to do is ask yourself the question, 
in what area of my life can I focus on today to become just a little bit better? What area of my life can I focus on today to become just a little bit better? Um, little things for me, like when I'm brushing my teeth, I'm going to start wiping down the mirror in my bathroom. Guess what? I'll have less cleaning to do on cleaning day if I do that every day when I'm wipe, when I'm brushing my teeth. Like, right. So what, in what areas are, you know, when, when I'm driving to church, when, well, I don't drive, but when my husband's driving us to church, what if I wrote one thank you card? That's a 12 minute drive. What if I kept thank you cards in my car and just wrote one thank you card, you know, going to church and one thank you card coming from church and put them in the mail on Monday mornings. I mean, it's simple, small things, right? But, but that is going to impact my relationships because I'm going to now be pouring into people in a way that I haven't poured in before. And so that's just a small example of how I can do that. But there are other ways and other things that you can do if you really sit down and make an appointment with yourself every day and say, in what area of my life can I improve that will you know, make a difference in, in the life that I'm living? And when you take that time and you, you set that appointment with yourself, you're going to find yourself coming up with some really, really creative things. So here's the thing that I want your listeners to also understand, Kathy, that every time you make a decision to do something great or to be better or to shift for the, you know, for the, for the better or for good, opposition will show up. And it's like our old self is always at war with our new self. We have these new habits we want to create. I, like I remember, um, there's some things that you've taught me that after working at it really hard for a while, like I have a mad organizational system on my uh, computer for how I manage files. So much so that people, when they see it, they're like, can I copy that? And I'm like, yeah, Kathy Sexton taught me how to do this. Right. So there are some things that you get and when you get it, you just get it. But there are other things that, you know, you have to actually work at harder over time. So for me, that's like email management. So, you know, email is an area where if I could, you know, when I'm thinking about how I can be better, what is something I can do today to help me be better in my email? And I may not ask that question as it relates to email again for another 10 days, but if two or three times a month, I'm putting something into place that help, that's helping me get a little bit better with managing my email, then over time, I'm going to be in a situation where my email is finally being managed and controlled properly, right? So think about the areas in your life that are most important to you, um, the areas that are most out of control, right? The areas where you need the, the greatest amount of growth. Um, think about those areas and then begin to you know, break it down and say, how can I improve in, in this area? Or how can I improve in a way that makes this better? When you start asking those questions, your, your brain, your brain is one of the, the best and fastest computers on the planet. And when you begin giving your brain different questions and different problems to solve, you'll end up with different answers. And so I think that's a, a great place uh, to start at when you think about um, leveraging the power um, of 1%. Well, as you were saying that, you know, the thing that came to mind was that sometimes people say, okay, well, start with this or start with that. And you're not saying that. You're saying, ask yourself, because today might be different than yesterday. Yes. I love that, that you're asking yourself because it will be something different versus us trying to start 
for something only in one area. And when we're growing, because then we grow in a much broader way and develop our, our, our minds and our lives in a full way versus in one direct way. Yes. And, and I think about one of your programs, Prescription for Success. And you think about if you go to the doctor and he's going to you know, write you a prescription, he has to ask you questions about where you are, right? right? And so if you're asking yourself those questions, you get to take the pulse of what's important to me today. What matters today? What areas do I need to grow in today? And it's, it's very much an in the moment um, kind of thing, because if you try to say, Today, I'm going to focus on this, but then 40 days out, I'm going to focus on this. And then 200 days out, I'm going to focus. on That's not going to work. It's going to be so uninspiring. And the power of asking yourself that question daily is that it inspires you. Like there's something that happens at a, at a gut level where you become inspired and motivated to actually do the work. Yeah, I, I just I just love that idea. And I and I love because then it becomes self-motivation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's the best form of motivation is self-motivation. Absolutely. Instead of it coming from some external way. Yes. Um, I love the way, way that, and I can just see that furnishing. Um, I'm going to ask you now, I know that you're on a new mission. I know that and about helping women and faith in their, their you know, business would you mind just kind of giving me an update on where you are and what's going on with this? Oh, yes, yes. I believe that this is some of um, my best and most important work, which is tied to audacious faith, helping women grow their faith and their business. And um, this work, I think, is so important, Kathy, because I feel like by doing this work and helping women who are on a mission, who have a passion and a purpose, for making a difference in the world in some way, me pouring into them allows them to be effective and pouring into other people. So I feel like I'm touching hundreds of thousands of people just by helping these women do what they do well. And um, with Audacious Faith, we're a community first and foremost. Most, And um, we're teaching women how to um, not only gather well and serve well, but how to love each other well. Because in business, sometimes it can be kind of lonely in business, you know. I know. Have you experienced that, Kathy? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you you know it's pretty lonely being in business for yourself. And one of the things that I, I hear women saying often, and I experience the same thing, is that when they leave the corporate environment and they start their own company, one of the things they miss most is community, and being able to walk over to the water cooler or the coffee pot and run into someone and have a great conversation. And so what we realize is that while we're called to experience great business success, I don't believe that God wants us to or expects us to do this by ourselves. And so Audacious Faith creates a space for women to, to be able to collaborate together, to come together as sisters and to support each other, to love each other, to um, be a mirror for one another, to share resources and information with one another so that we all can be better together. And that's really what we're all about. We are a virtual organization, but with opportunities to have some live um, training and experiences. And we really are about contribution. So we're one of those weird Um, I say weird in a good way, but one of those weird communities where we ask you to do things and expect things of you that no one else will probably ever ask. That's because we also 
know that you have something inside of you that other people may have never seen. And so when we say that we're a community of, um, and contribution is one of our cornerstones, you know, it's like going to McDonald's, ordering a burger, and then having to jump behind the 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 the, you know, the counter to make part of your burger, right? Um, and it, it sounds weird, and people are like, "Wait a minute, I'm paying to be a part of this community." But what happens is when everyone takes an ownership and helping the community grow and thrive, then the value of the community becomes so much greater because what people are getting out of it is not just access to Lethia but access to uh, Kathy's brilliance, to Tammy's brilliance, to Melissa's brilliance, to Suzanne's brilliance. And um, that is, I think, the power of collaboration. And so that gets me really, really excited. If someone is interested in learning about us, they can always visit myaudaciousfaith.com. Myaudaciousfaith.com. Thank you for letting me share that, Kathy. Well, we'll have you back on at another time and we can really just talk about that. But I, I know that it, you just are, you know, blooming with this and, you know, and I know it touches your heart a lot and, and I love being a part of it. And, and I wanted to share that with the audience. Yeah. So let's just come back around to, you know, how, how we can, you know, power one or just, you know, changes in how we can help ourselves make a difference in the world. So is there anything last comments that you wanna, or thoughts that you wanna share? Absolutely. I think that um, one of the things that is important for us to do is to um, figure out a way to believe in ourselves. And I say figure out a way, because Kathy, there was a point in my career when I had other people who believed in me more than I did. And sometimes you have to believe more in someone else's faith in you than your own until your own faith catches up, right? But you got to find a way to believe in yourself. That may sound cliche-ish. That may sound simple. But life, I wish I could say it, it was different. But to me, life is hard. Like, it's, it's, there are great moments in life. But life is not easy. Like it is not doing, especially being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. But you have to learn lessons. You have to, you know, lay aside pride. You have character flaws that you sometimes have to, you know, correct. You have to learn things that you probably don't want to learn. Like life is challenging. But also I want you to know that life is also extremely rewarding when you're able to take off the mask and be who you really are on purpose and without apology. And when you can tell the world, this is who I am. And when you learn to stand in your power and really um, focus on doing things that really matter. And as I, I like to say, you know, create your list of non-negotiables. Kathy, Kathy, you um, gave me a book some years ago and told me to read it and it changed my life. And it was the book by Sam Silverstein called Non-Negotiables. And basically, you know, I think that if we, if we think about, you know, changing the game and showing up as a game changer in this life, we have to also um, be willing to do the work of understanding what our non-negotiables are. Because our non-negotiables, I, I know at least for me, they govern my life. Like they help me to say no to opportunities that are not good for me. And they help me to stretch in areas where I know I need to kick it up just a little bit. But my, my three non-negotiables are, and these are things that you decide that if an opportunity or if a situation does not meet this criteria, the criteria that you set for yourself, then it's something that you're not going to do. 
And it has saved me so many headaches. I, I can just say that. But number one, if an opportunity or situation doesn't honor um, my the calling that's on my life um, and, and God's will for my life, then I'm not going to do it. If a an opportunity um, violates my well-being or is not in the best interest of my well-being, whether that's my health, whether that's my energy, or whether it's my relationships with the people that I care about, then I'm not going to do it. Or if an opportunity um, is not in alignment with the lifestyle I'm trying to, to live, I'm trying to move to a three-day work week, not a 10-day work week, right? So if taking on an opportunity would require me to work tons and tons of more hours, uh, I'm not going to do it because I'm, like I said, in two years, by the time I'm 50, I want to be working, you know, three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then have Thursday, Friday, and Thursday, Friday, and Saturday to do service projects and to focus on growing, reading books and going to study with experts and mentors and just traveling the world, seeing the world and making myself a better person. Um, and then spending Sunday doing, you know, nothing, taking the Sabbath on Sunday. And so um, my non-negotiables are, I would have never gotten to the place of being able to say that I want to work a three-day work week if I had never done my non-negotiables. But now that I've done that and that's clear and it's becoming part of my life and part of my rhythm, I can now say, what's my next level from here? What's the next best version of my life that I can create? And so that's what I'm off to. And so it's just always so exciting to, to you know, be able to be mentored and loved by someone like you. And you've been an amazing coach and mentor and friend to me. And I appreciate that. And I just wish, you know, everyone had a Kathy Sexton in their lives. Well, actually, they can now that they listen to this to this podcast. They can now have Kathy Sexton in their life. And I just want to say that if you're, you know, looking to really, you know, um, take your business and your life to the next level, the person, one of the people that I trust most to help me um, on that journey has been Kathy Sexton. And um, you can't go wrong. So please tune into this podcast. Save it. Um, listen to it often. She's going to have some amazing guests. And um, I know I'll be tuning in. So I'm excited if no one else is. <laughs> Thank you for that, Lethia. And um, so how can, why don't you tell everybody how they can find out more about um, Game Changers International? Yes. Owens. Absolutely. We're so excited that we're rebranding because I am standing in my power. I'm actually getting clear about what it is that I want to do in this world. And so you can check in with me at any time by going to lethiaowens.com because as I shift and morph, that will be the place where everything that I'm up to, all of my projects, core projects will be listed on that website. And you can learn more about my corporate keynotes on the topic of personal branding, my faith-based keynotes on Born for Greater or more about the Audacious Faith community. You can find it all at lethiaowens.com. Well, thank you, Lethia, for joining us, and I can't wait to have you back. Oh, I can't wait to come back. This was been this has been so much fun. Thank you.